بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. So jazakumullah khair to all of you for taking out your evening to be with us. I think uh, this is a, a pressing discussion at a pressing time. Uh, it's no small thing that somebody like the American President Donald Trump is visiting here in the UK. And it's important that we, we, we think a little bit about, you know, what that means, uh, not just in terms of globally, but even to us as individuals, you know, what is our, our relationship to this to, to his presence here, to his coming over here, as British citizens. I mean, somebody might say, well, what's it got to do with you guys? You're, uh, you're all the way in the UK. You know, why would you be even interested in this issue? But I think that there are some really important discussions to be had. Uh, so for a start, I just want to say, uh, you know, Zakmalakhaya to Islam 21C, who are co-sponsoring this event with Cage today. Islam 21C was set up to, uh, a decade ago to articulate Islam in the 21st century. It is uh, a leading website in the UK interweaving current affairs, uh, news, spiritual and legal and theological topics for an audience that goes into the millions. CAGE is an advocacy group uh, here in the UK that campaigns against discriminatory state policies and advocates for due process and the rule of law. So today, just in some of my introductory remarks, I want to talk a little bit about this book. It's called On Tyranny by an author named Timothy Snyder. And what he does is that he provides, it's a very short book, he provides 20 lessons from the 20th century. It's his kind of reflections on, um, on how tyranny manifests itself. And inshallah, throughout the, uh, the course of the evening, I'll be reflecting on various lessons that he draws from, from these 20 lessons. So lesson one is do not obey in advance. So he says, most of the power of authoritarianism is freely given. We give it up, just like that. In times like these, like the ones we're in today, individuals think ahead about what a more repressive government will want and then offer themselves without being asked. A citizen who adapts in this way is teaching power what it can do. This is an important point, And this is actually the, the, the story in many ways of people like Donald Trump, that because of the way that democratic institutions work, the power that is given to these authoritarian figures, to these tyrants, is actually freely given. We, we acquiesce that power because the process of them coming to power seems seemingly is legitimate. And so whatever politics they bring, whatever baggage they bring, seems like a legitimate process. And I think today or tonight, we're going to question the basis of this idea, this, the notion that, that just because the process might seem legitimate, that everything else that comes with it then becomes legitimate too. So what does Timothy Snyder say? The very first line and he has in that chapter after telling us this lesson is that anticipatory obedience is a political tragedy. To give that obedience in advance because that the process of coming to power is legitimate is a political tragedy. And I think we should think about that because that's what's happened here. Trump came to power and everybody granted him the authority to do so. He is the leader of America, but obedience to him should never have been given just like that. So 
when we think about Trump, we have to remember certain things. It's not just that he is the democratically elected leader of America. It's that he's also someone who has advocated for more extreme versions of torture than have ever previously been practiced by, the American, by American governments. I'm very, very open about that. He's admitted to grabbing women by their private parts without any repercussion on him whatsoever. He's been openly racist and bigoted. And for those of you who haven't seen it yet, I very much recommend Googling Trump the snake poem. If you watch this, you will be horrified by the kind of invective and narrative that is, no, that is now okay as part of the, the narrative of um, what is acceptable uh, publicly in the US. When you compare people who are fleeing from their countries, who are finding difficult circumstances, who are coming to your country and contributing to snakes, there is something very, very wrong as the leader of the free world, supposedly, in, uh, in the position that you've been gr given and granted. But it's also important for us to think about how he got there, because people, they treat Trump as if he's an anomaly. And uh, a book that was written last year by Naomi Klein, she writes, actually, Trump is not an anomaly. He's a natural conclusion to everything that came before him. He's a conclusion from Reagan through to Bush, through to Clinton, through to Bush uh, uh, Jr., and now uh, through Obama and to Trump. In fact, she holds Obama to account in many ways as well, saying that if we look at the current state of immigration policies in America, actually Obama in many ways was a lot worse than Trump even is. And so we forget these sometimes, that actually Trump isn't an anomaly. He has built his power base off the back of what already existed there. And we, and we need to understand how that works. And my final point is, actually, we have to understand how societies themselves function. Because in another book, again from, um, from earlier this year, actually, called How Democracies Die, the authors talk about the fact that in all Western liberal democracies, there is always a 30% far-right voter base that exists in nearly every single liberal democracy. The purpose of democracy is to shut these guys out, to gatekeep them out of power. And what happens is that you have these demagogue figures that arise, people like Trump, people like Mussolini and Hitler and so on and so forth. What we don't realize is actually every, in every election there is always this, this figure that, that comes up who appeals to that 30% base. But what happens sometimes is that their narrative becomes so strong that the 30% turn into a 40%. And as you all know full well, as soon as you hit that 40% mark, you're now looking at power. This is the way that liberal democracies work. And so we have to also question the way in which our societies structure themselves and the way that we allow for far-right narratives to be fed forming the very societies that we live in today. Now, our first speaker is uh, Brother Marzenbeck, who many of you know. He's a